What am I willing to do to go get it? I push things aside just to go get it. I know my role and I play my position. You talking too much. Please learn how to listen. I Welcome back to the Why I Never Quit. We interview every job occupation, A through Z, from the trash man to the CEO, and ask them why and how they started doing what they're doing so that you can find your dream job, too. I'm your host, Coach Joe Thompson, and today we have Miss Jenna Cantor. Now, Jenna has been a professional musical theater performer for more than 15 years, as well as a physical therapist. She says although she loves being a physical therapist, the is where she breathes air. She's found a way to combine her passion for the arts and physical therapy by treating performers. Jenna believes that it is important for people to know that, that every career needs to be choosing between one thing or another and that you can choose a career path that best suits you. Now, Jenna, shall I proceed? Yes, indeed. Let's go, Jenna. Now, how are you doing today? I'm doing so well. Thank you for asking. How are you holding up this lovely morning? I'm doing pretty well. I should look, I should not have drank last night or gone to 7-Eleven after, but other than that, I'm I'm feeling pretty good. <laughs> Your story is so much inter- more interesting than mine. I actually had a really bad headache yesterday, but it's from not having much water. Oh, have you wow. Ever had the dehydrated headaches before? I have. No, yeah, I, I you know what? I stay on top of my water consumption. Like I I definitely oh, stay on top. I I support that. You do not want what I dealt with. I felt like I was nauseous, which would have been nice, you know, to like throw up and maybe lose mm-hmm. some weight. I don't yeah. recommend that. But but joke-wise, yeah. I was just, ooh, it was bad. It was bad. It was a rough day. So, I'm happy to wake up to a new day. You know what? I'm very happy to wake up to a new day too. So, Jenna, let's go ahead and get this thing rocking and rolling. So why did you become a so first off, you I mean, you're you you're two and one. I, I feel like we're handling a two and one today. So yes. let's start off by um you know what? Let's go ahead and start off by uh musical theater. Let's let's start off by musical theater and then let's uh or maybe tell it in your way, like how which one came first and like how did it really come about? Absolutely. So The stage is the air I breathe. I grew up as a ballerina. I had a lot of injuries, which eventually led me to going into musical theater. Mm -hmm. And then with that, I had a career for more than 15 years. That was just something I always knew I was going to do. It was Mm -hmm. it was obvious. Mm -hmm. And I did that for more than 15 years professionally. And then 30 hit. I remember when I turned 30 years old and that hit and I went through an eating disorder Mm. and this eating disorder was covering up actually a history of sexual abuse Mm. that I have in my past Mm -hmm. and where it happened to me two different times. Mm -hmm. Both times I was not intoxicated. Both times happened while happened while I was asleep. Mm. So if anybody's scared of the boogeyman, my boogeyman came came true twice. So, so with that, I covered it up with this eating disorder, went through this whole journey and finally discovered that it was actually me not dealing with what happened to me. Mm. And then the eating disorder suddenly disappeared. Meanwhile, Mm -hmm. this got in the way of me being able to do survivor jobs in between gigs so I couldn't work with food. Mm. And we know waiting tables is a very common thing that we do as performers in between. Mm -hmm. And so I started trying different things. And 
my parents at this point, I love them very much, but they were not supportive of me having this career as a theater performer. Mm -hmm. And they happened to bring this up at my, a low in my life. Mm. And I still have not heard anyone giving an Oscar, Tony, Emmy Award speech saying, I love you so much, mom and dad, but you did not support me during this. Mm -hmm. And I still made it. That, that is fucking hard to do. That is mm -hmm. so hard to do, to push through and keep going. Yeah. So that is where they said, oh, we'll, we'll support you if you go back to school for something else. And they were pushing physical therapy. Mm -hmm. I went and looked at marketing first, but found that that is more favored for men in the industry. Mm -hmm. So if I want a creative role, it would be a bit harder because it's dominated by men. Mm -hmm. And so then I finally, you know, begrudgingly went and I observed a, a physical therapy practice. Mm -hmm. And I liked that they weren't sitting behind desks. I liked that they were obsessed about health. I thought, you know what? I do this anyway, being obsessed yeah. about health as a theater performer. We have to look at our appearance, no matter our size. You have mm -hmm. to maintain if you're big. You have to maintain that look. Like there's a yeah. whole there's a whole thing to it. And then you need to still have energy no matter what your look is. Yep. So with that, I, I thought, okay, I'll go into this. But I already know the stage is still the air I breathe. There's mm -hmm. nothing that's going to replace that. Mm -hmm. And so I went and I went to Columbia University, okay. which is a great way to increase your debt substantially. <laughs> I recommend that. I mean, I know it's Ivy League, but but really that's where it's great. Yeah. <laughs> you can become a physical therapist anywhere and get a great mm -hmm. education. I was pulled there because there was an instructor there who specializes with dancers. And I thought, oh, yay, this will be a safe spot where I can talk about performing and this loss. Mm. I went into an Ivy League school for physical therapy embarrassed. Mm. I was embarrassed because I was a failure. I was a quitter with performing. That's how I felt going in. I didn't wow. say anything on social media for a while because I was embarrassed. Mm. I had people offering me gigs and I like skirted around why I couldn't do it. I was embarrassed. Mm. So if there's anyone who understands going into from one career to the, to the next and one might seem prestigious to the world, but embarrassing to you, I completely get it. Wow. And so while I was there, I had a 180 degree transformation, not in the giving up on performing, absolutely not, mm -hmm. but it was the art and joy of giving. Mm -hmm. And that is so much better than all the taking we do in the performing arts. Mm -hmm. And I got, I co-founded Fairytale Physical Therapy, where we bring musical theater shows to children in hospitals and teach choreography that's secretly composed of therapeutic exercises. That kept me alive, honestly, while I was in school. It's still going, working to become nonprofit. But through this, through all this work, I found that I can still, when I graduated, I, I, the, it was so funny, the faculty was putting me toward, pushing me towards pediatrics because I, I love Disney so much. I'm wearing a Disney sweatshirt right now. Mm -hmm. I ended up working with musical theater performers. Those are my fucking people, man. Those are mm -hmm. my people. Come on. Mm -hmm. Don't push me away from that. That's, that's where I'm going to go. No one's going to tell me where to live my life. No one should tell you where to live your life. Mm -hmm. And that's who I work with. I work with people where I can fucking swear around them. Mm -hmm. I, I, I get them better. They trust me. I have long-term relationships with them. It is extremely rewarding. And guess what? I'm back to performing again. 
Wow. Wow. That's an amazing story. I was not, I, that might have been the most amazing, like, background story off the first question that I've heard so far. So thank you for that one. No, seriously, Jenna, I mean, every detail of it was just interesting. Like, there was a, there was something to pick apart with everything that you said. So let's, let me uh, dive in a little younger, because I think you covered uh, the second question of, you know, what the process was like. So let me uh, go back a little younger to, um, you know, what were some childhood hobbies or habits that you think matriculated into who you became today? Ah, loved being the center of attention, of attention, still do. That's why I go, oh, yes, I can be the center of attention in an interview. Woohoo! Mm -hmm. So I love that. I embrace that part of me and I take mm -hmm. action upon it. Mm -hmm. And when I was young, I used to put on these performances for my parents. And when they had guests over, mm -hmm. they were these dances. They would never be choreographed. I would just play the music mm -hmm. and then dance. Mm -hmm. I remember once choreographing, well, choreographing a piece to MC Hammer's Too Legit to Quit. Mm -hmm. And we did the, the the hand, the two legit with our hands kind of to okay. quit. And we just uh -huh. did that a million times walking back and forth. Because think of how many times they repeat that. that yeah. Oh, and my parents had to sit through all that. And they started to look away and be like, Mom! <laughs> oh, man. Watching them. Oh, they, they endured. They endured it. <laughs> yeah. Man, shoot. Yeah. Okay, Jenna, man, Jenna has a really colorful past. So, uh, Jenna, let's let's uh, go ahead and ask you, what's an average day like for a, well, I, I don't even know how to put this. So, what, physical therapist, musical theater performer? Like, what, what's the average day like for you? You know, honestly, I, I want to start this just by saying that your day does not need to look like anybody's day. It doesn't need to be a nine to five. It doesn't be a three to six. It doesn't. It can be however you want it to be, especially if you own your own business. Now, if you spend a good portion of your day just playing video games and then do a little work, yeah, your business is going to show that by mm -hmm. the very few clients you have and the little help you're able to do. Yep. So for me, it's it really it varies from day mm -hmm. to day what it is. Uh, yesterday, I guess, could look a little more traditional. I didn't have patience that day on purpose so I could work the back end. There's mm -hmm. a lot of stuff we have to do on social media, mm -hmm. as you all know, and I'm yeah. working on uh, developing an online course, which is the big thing these days. And so I was on the computer a good portion of my day. And that's where I didn't drink water because I was so into trying to figure out this platform, ClickFunnels, Mm. And I have some new gray hairs from it. It just, it sucks. <laughs> I got a couple friends on the phone with me, helping me out. And they're still, there's still one part none of us could figure out. So mm. that's a joy. So I ended up being dehydrated. And then I ended my day going to rehearsal for Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, mm. where I am playing Jolene, this really comedic character. Mm-hmm. So that was my day yesterday. The day before, I was traveling around. I treated some patients. I went and I did a video advocating for the physical therapy profession. Mm. And I think I was supposed to meet up with the patient, not for treatment, but we were going to do the paint uh, by paint bars, the muse bar where you paint and you drink alcohol. We were going to do that. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But then she had to cancel because she got sick. So instead, I went home and I got to be with my husband. It was mm. great. Cool. Shoot. OK. Yeah. I, and uh, I feel like since you're uh, business, you're, you're a business owner, too. So, you know, any every business owner, the, the day definitely goes um, 
goes a lot differently uh, day by day than uh, your average nine to five person. So, yeah, I'm very happy that you shared that with us. Uh, so, I mean, out of everything, what do you enjoy the most about being a, well, both, to be honest? What do you enjoy the most? Honestly, I like that I'm not stuck in some box image that somebody else has created along the lines. I'm not in this old man vision of mm. what my life should be. Mm-hmm. And I, I even as my physical therapy practice grows and as I perform in these shows, I'm still every day going, am I happy? Does this kind mm-hmm. of daily life work for me? Is this the schedule I want? Is that? And I think that's also why my schedule is so fluid because I haven't fully honed in within myself mm. what I fully want my life to look like on a daily basis. I don't know. I really don't. Okay. So uh, so I, I think it's good to be fluid like that so you never feel stuck. Mm-hmm. And then when you find that that groove, it'll it'll come. It'll yeah. come. Yeah. So for now, it's it's for me, I'm regularly testing the waters, basically throwing myself in and saying yes to a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And and I, I'm seeing one day at a time exactly what my big picture vision is or where where how where how I want to get there. Yeah, I want to get there. Yeah. I know what I want. I mm. want to see my journey because honestly, it's more the journey, not the destination, as we yeah. all know. So yeah. I want this journey to be as enjoyable as possible. Okay. You know what? Okay. So, uh, man, I mean, great answer. So uh, what, what do you enjoy the least about being a, uh, a well, both again? It's, it's, I, I enjoy it, but it's actually the anxiety can be awful. Mm. You can get so much anxiety when running your own business. It's mm-hmm. a lot that's on you. If you don't do anything that day, that means nothing went towards your business. And you're going to see those, that those nothing results in a few weeks, maybe not today, but you will see it. It will hit yeah. you in the butt. Yeah. So that anxiety really sucks. But at the end of the day, I still choose that anxiety on the worst day over working for someone else. Mm, same. So you have to know that. You have to know that. And yeah. it's okay. There's no one way to eat a Reese's. You can definitely just choose, you know, what works for you. Now okay. I feel like I should pull out a Reese's candy bar and show you how I think we should eat Reese's, but that's a whole other story. You know what? I've not eaten a Reese's since I was like six. I don't know. They were good when I were little, when I was little going like trick or treat but now I can't, I just can't eat them anymore. I don't know. Maybe I ate too many of them when I was a kid. I think <laughs> it I got doesn't taste the same. It's true. Yeah. I think I only like the gourmet ones where it's more a real peanut butter on the inside mm. when it's the fake stuff they have inside mm. for the Reese's. I don't, and the chocolate itself, it doesn't taste the same. I mm. think it something happens to that tongue. I think something happens too, because seriously, I really, really, really did love the like those. Those yes. were the go-to when I was a really when I was a kid. Those were the go-to, and Halloween is around the corner. I guarantee you, if somebody gives me a Reese's, I'm not gonna eat it. I'm gonna pass it to somebody else. I don't. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, <laughs> we're we're not focused at all. Do you think that grades mattered in school for the success in your career? Wait, say that question again. Repeat. Do you both. think? Do you think that grades mattered in school for the success in your career today? Oh, no, they don't matter at all. Mm. I remember there was this one person that I was in school with who was not a nice person Mm. and did very, very well academically. But and with that, with the doing well academically, academically, 
she put herself above, above others and just mm -hmm. how she acted towards everyone. Mm. And it felt so good when a teacher said, take their grades and GPA off there. Nobody cares about that. I was like, yes. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. what happens when you step on other people. <laughs> mm. Hey, I agree. I agree. I agree 100% with you. I agree 100% with you. Okay, so we're getting into this next question. Uh, one of my favorites. That last one was actually my favorite, but this is one of my favorites, too. So they say, well, some people say that everybody is born with a purpose. Do you what do you feel that your impact is or purpose is today? It could be more than one, doesn't have anything to do with work. Oh, no, no, no. I, I'm good. I'm good. I, it's just the answer came in my head right away and I didn't like that answer. Isn't that bad how we sit there and criticize ourselves before There's, we even speak? We, That's we, what oh, literally happened. Everybody has an inner critic. Yep. Oh, yeah. That inner so critic was, that always comes at you. It's like criticizing me, but it was to be in the spotlight. Mm. I love the stage. I love performing. I love theater. And it is really that simple. And that's where my heart always will be. And yeah, so it's yeah. to be in the spotlight. I just love it. I love it. I love this stage. Yeah, no, I mean, sir, I mean, and I feel like that's the place and the purpose for you, because I mean, seriously, like you have a ton a ton of personality. This is the like the most personality that I've gotten out of anybody that I've interviewed so far. And again, and the best stories that I've gotten out of anybody so far. So this, I mean, this is just great. I mean, I've interviewed um, I mean, this interview is probably going on to 17 minutes long. I've interviewed an engineer who's uh, gone on 40 minutes long because, you know, engineers, you ask them to explain something to you. They're going to every detail is going to be explained. But this I mean, this short interview that I've had with you, a man like you've broken it down to a point where I still understand, but it was fun. So, I mean, awesome. I can't even. I can't even believe we're hitting the last question already, but um, let's go ahead and dive in and wrap this thing up. So what's if, if there is one piece of advice that you could give to somebody out there who wants to be in your position today, what would it be? I would say be yourself. Mm. Be yourself. Don't be an image of who you think you should be fully constantly explore who you are and fucking let that shine like a mm. rock star be mm. the diamond that you are be the mango that you are no one else is going to be a mango i was interviewing seikon Sengblo the other day who is a television and and uh, Broadway star award mm. nominee and she just was talking about how she said i'm a mango she said, no one else is going to be a mango. So if I go in that audition room and they don't want a mango, that's fine. But I'm still going to be the best mango I can be. Mm. And I think there's so much truth to that because we're sit there and with our the inner critic that I already unveiled and revealed that I was just struggling with in this interview. Mm. We're always trying to alter who we are. Sometimes it's for a relationship or whatever. You know what? The people who don't like you or criticize you, let that be a gift mm. to excuse them out of your life mm. and only keep in the people that are going to embrace you for who you fully are. Mm. You are going to make mistakes on the way. Those are actions that you can learn from. It doesn't mean you're a horrible person. It doesn't mean that you won't make make the mistake again yeah you fight it's mm. okay that's mm. life we're not perfect but you've got to embrace yourself at the end of the day really really embrace you because that is who you have to look at in the mirror every day so just do that yeah and honestly self-love is one of the most 
key. I mean, that's like I, I should really just put it in the bio for uh, this podcast because it, it's just one of the key factors to um, being the best version of yourself and being the happiest, like, ha- having the happiest mood for the longest time. Um, now, let me go ahead and say uh, this, because, I mean, I feel like I feel like a lot of people you you were touching on, you know, trying to, um, you know, adjust yourself to make others happy or to make others like you. Don't ever do that. Please don't no, ever do that. Don't Please ever do it. Don't ever do that. No matter what happens, no matter who you are, you could be Bill Gates, Donald Trump, Barack Obama, anybody. Somebody is going to say something negative about you no matter what, no matter who you are. So it's better that you be yourself and stop trying to act like somebody else that that you're not. Because, you know, they. I'd rather have somebody that hates me for who I am than somebody who, you know, that likes me for who I'm not. So. At the end of the day, that's I feel like that's the most valuable lesson. I feel like you gave an excellent piece of advice. So and again, we're, we're wrapping up. I still can't believe I mean, this conversation <laughs> is so fun that I still can't believe that it's over. Like, seriously. So, I mean, Jenna, is there any way my audience can reach out to you? A website, social media, book, anything that they could do, contact, you know, check out oh, your yeah. business, try to check you out. Absolutely. You can find me on Instagram at musical theater doc. You can mm-hmm. message me through there. I'm on there on Facebook. I am Jenna Cantor, K-A-N-T-O-R. If you are a performer specifically, I am Jenna Cavanaugh, C-A-V-A-N-A-U-G-H. It's actually Mrs. Jenna Cavanaugh, but I really do put that profile for performers. Mm-hmm. It's just a thing I do. And what else? If you ever find my phone number, just call me. Honestly, I don't care. Just call me. Like if you message me, I love voice messages. I'm there's a very good chance that when you reach out to me, I'll just ask for your phone number to call you to Mm. fully connect and bond and help you out with whatever's going on. Mm. So, yep. Just always feel free to reach out to me. And guys, Jenna is the person to go to. I'm, I really hope like, I'm leaving everything in the description below so that everybody can reach out and have a, a conversation with her. Like I had a conversation with her today because she definitely woke me up out of bed now that, you know, this interview is over. No, seriously. I mean, I woke up like, what, 30 minutes ago and now I'm fully awake now that she's, you know, now that we've gotten this interview out the way. So Jenna, excellent, excellent, excellent interview. Um, now, folks, there are three types of work. A job, a career, and a calling. Mm. Most people have a job. You're very lucky if you find a career, but you're truly, truly blessed if you find your calling. And me and Jenna really hope that we helped you find it today. And that is a wrap. Wait, before you go, make sure to hit that subscribe button and tell a friend. Also, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at YI Network for weekly big three takeaways. We're also on Facebook and LinkedIn at Y Network. And if you or somebody else you know loves their job and would love to share on the podcast, email me at whyimpassionate at gmail.com. Again, whyimpassionate at gmail.com. Have a good day, guys.